This is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer, soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts in the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. everybody take your seats take your seats okay welcome everybody to ABAA abducted by aliens anonymous uh we're gonna go around the circle and we're gonna have everybody express themselves in their experience first up we got Jed <laughs> hello hello I'm up Jed hi Jed hi Jed well well well, I, I think that I, I was abducted by aliens. I, I'm not quite sure. All my cows have been disappearing off my farm. Um, I only got old Betsy left, and she just keeps me company after I killed my wife. I really don't have any people out here anymore but me and my cows and my one sheep that I like to get frisky with only on Friday nights, though. And the one night I was out there looking for Betsy, I, I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't see anything. It was misty and cloudy, and I had no idea what was going on. And I started hearing this buzzing sound. I thought it was the buzzards picking apart my wife's corpse in the back, but I think it was an alien spaceship, because all I remember is being surrounded by beautiful light. Oh, such beautiful light. But then I was naked, strapped down to a table, and there was this massive object that they shoved deep inside my asshole. I haven't walked straight for a week, but I thought it was just a dream. But coming here made me feel like maybe, maybe I was part of something bigger. <laughs> Thanks, Jed. Thanks for your story. Uh, we appreciate your honesty uh, about your wife. I think I'm going to have to make a police report after this. Um, and who do we have next? Uh, is that me? Yeah, Cle Cletus is your name, right? Uh, yeah, everybody. My name is Cletus. Uh, so once Hi, upon Cletus. a starry night, <laughs> I found myself in a peculiar predicament. As I strolled through my backyard, I was suddenly enveloped into a beam of light from above. Aliens had mistaken me for the headliner of Earth's comedy tour. Picture this, I'm aboard their shiny spacecraft surrounded by little green beans with six eyes each and they're all expecting a good laugh. Turns out my human sense of humor doesn't quite translate to the intergalactic stage. As I attempted to crack a joke about cows and crop circles, they just stared at me with confusion. Awkward, right? It seems, take me to your leader jokes aren't so funny in the cosmic comedy scene. In a desperate attempt to savage the situation, I launched into an interpretive dance routine inspired by greatest <laughs> hits from the 80s. Little did I know, alien dance moves involve a lot more tentacles. Long story short, my unintended interstellar comedy debut ended with the aliens scratching their heads, and as they dropped me back in my back backyard, 
I couldn't help but wonder if they were returning me because they found my earthling jokes truly out of this world. And so, I resumed my evening stroll, forever grateful for the cosmic chuckle and the realization that my humor truly left me in this universal language, just not always the way we expect. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you. That's actually really good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Still have a little improv. Let's uh, bring it in, everybody. I'm trying to be peppy as I can because I've been fucking sick. Goddamn super spreaders. Um, so I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom, Tom, the Tom Thompson, the Raptilians. I can't even speak properly anymore. Um, I sent Jed back to his farm. Uh, I'm I'm here with um, with uh, fucking so, alien. Sorry, boy. I'm also choking. You know who? I, what I was trying to channel there. I was like, how can I? It actually, you actually did a fairly good job. Like, you you did a spot on like, like how American can I change accent. the accent a bit. And you know, what I was thinking of. Do you remember that Will Smith movie? Uh, is it Wild Wild West? Yeah, Wild Wild West. Remember that fucking West. the bad guy in that like Doctor Loveless or whatever they call them. That's yeah, what I yeah, kept yeah. thinking of in my head, oh, the guy yeah. in the wheelchair thing or with the spider legs or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That it, it makes sense. I can definitely tell. Welcome, everybody, back to the show. This is going to be pretty exciting. Uh, we're going to be diving into alien abductions. Just the whole idea and the premise of it. If you're a long, uh, if you're a lifelong hose head, uh, you'll remember the episode that me and Billy did way, way back in the day. It was probably like the sixth, seventh episode we did which is wild. Uh, and that's now on Patreon where we kind of went through the idea of alien abductions. I kind of want to bring it back because I like covering certain things before we really dive in um, to some of the aspects of alien abductions. There's going to be, we're going to be deep diving into stories of alien abductions like Travis Walton amongst many others, Bob Hopkins, I think at some point. So I kind of wanted to talk about the over-encompassing idea of alien abductions. And I know that me and Aaron on a previous episode talked about it, and I said, we'll save it until the alien abduction episode. So this should be a, a fun time. We're going to... We're, so we're getting ready. So everybody, lube up your butts! Lube them up! Because you're going to get inserted with the probe. We'll even get into what probes... What are they all about? What are they for? What do they do? You know? So do you guys just not do the anal probe anymore? Is that No, that's more or less been retired. I see. I see. That's funny. I also <laughs> had that one. <laughs> I'm going to rip your eye out and piss on your brain, you alien dirtbag. I'll eat your ass. I will. <laughs> I'll do it. That's my favorite. So th so what do you uh so that's just but uh, I don't know if we should bring it off the top of the hop but like uh, when was the first uh, the idea you've heard about, like, alien abductions? Was it, um, I'm sure, through, like, cinema, movies? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, like, I, yeah. I would say, actually, as a kid, um, things like Close Encounters and E.T. and stuff kind of freaked me out yeah. at certain parts. Not, like, the entire thing, but there are certain scenes from those movies I remember being freaked out by. Um, yeah, E.T. is a big one that yeah, a lot of kids like would have The seen. scene where they... I think is it like the government or whatever come to take E.T. out of the house and like the yeah. whole house is like tubed off and like they have all this weird like shit like tunnel ways and stuff. I remember as a kid yeah. like super super young the idea of that like freaking me out and like how like uh, like chaotic and everything it all seemed and probably the biggest mm -hmm. one for me though that like really really scared me was um 
fire in the sky. See, and the thing is, I've never seen that. And I've been waiting to watch it uh, for the Travis Walton episode. But if we wanted to throw it together a bit and branch, you know, put that tree trunk down across the river again, we probably could cover that movie yeah, for I'll, your I'd show. Love to do that. I think that's good. Because I've never seen it, so I'll go in balls deep and write all my thoughts down. Um, and that's the, the, the great aspect of me and Aaron being connected on two shows is we can kind of, you know, branch it out and do a lot of different stuff on both of our ends. So obviously go subscribe to Class Horrorcast, but let's bring it in. Aliens are supposed to clean the minds of their victims. What actually happens during an abduction is only revealed through maybe some regressive hypnotherapy or, you know, piecing together known facts. Generally, the, uh, the abductor feels compelled or forced to go into an alien spacecraft where they encounter the visitors. These are often described as being small, gray figures with big black eyes and hairless bodies. They are frequently reported as having large skulls and they communicate with their human captors, captives using telepathy. The message sent to the man or woman tells them not to be scared. They will not be harmed. You will not be harmed. I don't know why they're always going with some accent. <laughs> you will not be harmed, okay? Uh, the candidate is scanned or examined and then placed on an operating table. This part of the abduction is often is uh, a blur, even through uh, you know hypnosis. Uh, but it seems that the aliens perform a series of tests, and reoccurring theme is that they do extensive sexual experiments on their subjects. The abductees' bodies are is probed. Probed, pro, oh, pro, prodded, prodded, probed, and manipulated. Uh, some even report having um, tracking devices or other equipment implanted under their skin. And if you go back, you can uh, check out check out me and Billy's episode about the sexual encounters with aliens. It is a fun time. A lot of women out there claim to have been fucked by aliens. Uh, at some point, I think we're going to dive deeper into actually certain people's stories and do a deep dive. I know there's one specific guy that I want to talk about, and he would he would paint his uh, his experiences. You know what I would love to do at some point, and I don't know if it's like logistically possible. I would love to have some kind of like call in thing or something, or have like. I don't know, a way for people to, like, come in and give us their, like, experiences. Yeah. At some point, we'll do that for everybody listening, um, especially for people that are on the Patreon. You'll get first dibs uh, to call in. There's a way to do it. I can set up a fake number, essentially, and then uh, put on the roadcast so you guys could uh, call in. There's definitely a way to do it. We just haven't actually put it together yet, but I don't think it would take much. But I do want to uh, start doing that, or if people want to record, especially people on Patreon, if you want to record your own experiences, and then you can even send them to me, and we can play them on the show, we can also do it that way. So if you do have a paranormal conspiracy, paranormal, like alien story, UFO, any of that kind of fun jive, you know, like some ghost encounter, alien encounter, UFO encounter, seeing stuff, whatever it might be, uh, shoot me a message at strangerpodcast uh, at gmail.com or reach out on me on the Instagram. We, we have to come up with like a a funny little like um, tagline or whatever for that section of a show or whatever if we're doing it. Like the I have a friend who, who yeah. lives in this town. He has a, a podcast all about cryptids called uh, Monster Fuzz yeah. Podcast. And they have like a section where people send in, you know, 
they say they've seen something or they've seen the Loch Ness Monster or whatever shit it might be. Some of them you can tell are just complete satire, like people are just having fun with it. And then other people are like dead serious yeah. and they called their little like 20 minute segment of the show uh, sighting or shiting. Is like, so yeah, we need to come up with something funny that. like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll think of something better. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so the, the, Tom <laughs> the human Tucker. is... Re- Yep. The human is returned to wherever, uh, you know, they were picked up often remembering absolutely nothing in a state of perplexity. It's like, I don't know what happened. (coughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know. Most people have no idea what happened and uh, they have no clue. Uh, what what happened at all? Uh, they can, they're just kind of left there, and they kind of have somewhat of a memory uh, of what happened. But most mostly, in most cases, uh, they don't remember. Like they they're missing time. We're gonna go through uh, later on in the show. Uh, if you if you were abducted by aliens, what are the signs you should look for? That Irish fucking gingerbread fisherman looking motherfucker. That's what, that's just that's the first sign. That's a clue. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are bru- bruised all over their body. They suffer painful headaches. The next morning, abductees uh, often have terrible nosebleeds, bizarre but small puncture wounds at the points on their skin. They also have said to pass strange, to pass strange urine the next morning. That's just because you drank way too much, and then you had sex with a AIDS-infested prostitute. So then your fucking piss is going yeah, like two like directions. That, like I've definitely done that after sex. Piss. Ew, never done that, no. <laughs> oh. But after sex, I've definitely like where I'm like drunk and I piss in like two directions. I have two dicks. Ah, I'm an okay, alien. That explains it. Tom two dicks Thompson. <laughs> Wouldn't any chick, no chick would love that? Come on. You know, do you one in the guy? pink, uh, one in the pink, one in the stink? Because I... <laughs> That little thing. So Tom put me on the spot. I didn't know we were going to do like some sort of weird skit at the start. And I was trying to like, so there was a story um, years ago in school that I went to. It was actually two stories. There was a story about one guy and everybody used to call him no nipples because he used to say he cut his nipples off with a Crayola, (laughs) like kid scissors, and then ran around the classroom with them like in his hands, even though it never happened. And then there was another guy who was found out like had some issue, I'm assuming when he was a kid. And had to have one of his testicles taken out. And like everybody made this like story about like, oh, he got abducted by aliens and they took his ball and like everyone called him Tony One Ball. And it was like this. And like as <laughs> wow. a kid, like now when I say it, it doesn't sound that funny, but I remember being a kid and the idea of being like, haha, Tony One Ball was like the funniest shit in the world. And being like, you know, like dudes would like draw aliens like holding a ball and stuff and be like so weird but uh, i was gonna i would if i had had more time i was actually planning on like making the story around the idea of the aliens abducting me and taking one ball well we can always do that we have ideas for creating skits and actually filming stuff one day so maybe we'll just make a whole skit about tony one around the idea of tony one ball you know so uh Quite strange, though, you know, female uh, abduction victims are usually prone to suffering sexual pains. And I don't know what the fuck that means. Like the vagina hurts, I'm guessing. Like they got plowed by like four black dudes in the night. So do do aliens have hogs on them then? Or because like most aliens I ever like, well, I've never actually seen an alien, but 
like obviously this cool dude here to my left or right or whatever side he is that's what we always yeah. see is that that shit there that like mound well that's the that's the typical grays that have went so far with evolution there's the two theories right they went so far with uh, evolution that they had no need for sexual reproduction because sexual reproduction uh was the idea of like mating but also you get sexual pleasure from it and they kind of didn't need that anymore because they can make test tube babies so they driven themselves um so far away from natural birthing processes that now supposedly they abduct us uh to figure out you know well we're gonna get to it but to figure out if they can ever get back to that um and that's why they create hybrids Uh. (coughs) or there's the idea or there's the idea that they're like they're genetic they're genetically made robots uh that uh that the reptilians created or the greys are actually the reptilians, minions, that are also reptile. This is supposed to be what David Icke says when he had this conversation with Quato Mutbar, is uh, the African Zulu um, historian, is that they supposed to be at a uh, crash ship, okay, right? And there was an alien. They, they, they found the body of an alien. It looked like a gray alien. Uh, and they were, like, trying to get, like, autopsy it, right? Like, primitive autopsy where they were trying to, like, literally, like, smash it with rocks and shit to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can imagine that, like, cavemen. But, no, they were they're actually pretty intelligent. And they were trying to, they had to get, like, the sharpest axe that they could find to split the skin. Uh, but it wasn't a skin at all. It was actually a suit. And then they took, like, took off, like, the, the helmet and all that shit. And it looks like a gray alien, but underneath that, it was, like, a reptilian creature. Huh. I thought you were going to go down some other avenue there of explaining. What the fuck? Um, when you said about, oh, you know, they, they abduct us to, like, figure out how they can get back to that. I thought we were going to have another sexy episode. Uh, we'll get there at some point. I had to blank this out just in case. <laughs> oh, it's a little mushroom. That's, yeah, that's actually pretty much what it is. The idea of that. I know. Is like 100%. Horrific to me. And especially that it, the idea that reptilians, if they are like seven, eight foot, ten feet tall, why dude. Do, why do we always got to be nude as well? That makes it even worse. Because to the, to them, we're just a, a bot, like a uh, sack, a meat sack with... Um, you know, that's that, f- that is like electricity plus meat. Is there and, such a thing as gay and, aliens? You know, I think they're all gay. Hmm. They, they're, they're, that's why gay. their species is almost <laughs> just kidding. They're like, they went too far one way, but like, think about it, the, the whole idea. Um, no, I'm not gonna get into this. I was like, <laughs> because like, the, it, are they a smite against God, right? Because there's nothing like. Even my uh, buddy at work, like, um, he's he's religious, and he's like, yeah, you can be gay, but you just can't practice gay things. You just can't practice being gay. You can be gay, but you just can't do gay stuff. And I was like, so what, hmm, like in my head, interesting way to like, put it. Ooh, yeah. So long as yeah, I don't but act on it. can't do it. No, as long as you don't act on it, because then God will God will be like this uh, upstairs. No, no, no. <laughs> so can I? <laughs> can't do that. So here's a loophole. Then can I can I jerk off to gay stuff in the privacy of my own home? God doesn't even like oh, that, yeah, remember? So you can't jerk off later. Mm. No. I don't know. It's just so funny when I like I'm not I'm not religious, but listening to this, I've been listening to that David Wilcock book, um, Awakening in the Dream. Who knows if any of it's real at all? But the message is cool there. It's all about the idea that he takes a lot of stuff from the law of one, which I've read the first book. 
Um, I'm on to the second one. At uh, some point, I'll start going through that one. And it's the idea that, like, that there is one being and an energy source, some sort of God, but it just could be energy that created us, a uh, being that thought our reality into creation, and that he loves all of his creatures, including the gray aliens. Some guy had fucking... Some guy, like, like that uh, has... Um, uh, it's, uh, like, what's that word I'm trying to think of? Channeling. He channels beings, and he channeled, like some Jesus entity that looked like Jesus, but I don't think it was Jesus. It was the guy that, like, obviously that masqueraded as Jesus, maybe to convince this guy of stuff, who knows. Um, and he told him that, like, God loves all of his creatures, including the gray aliens, because the guy was like, these things look frightening. Why Why are they being sent to Earth? Why is why are people seeing these, these creatures and being abducted by them? And the guy's like, but God loves all of his creatures, including the weird-looking gray aliens. Who knows if that guy's fucking out of his tree? He probably was. Mm, I hope you don't turn religious. I just can't get off that effect. No, I'm I'm never gonna that's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna be religious. Even uh my wife is joking about it. She's like, We're not fucking Christians. I'm like, I know, I'm never gonna be Christian, but I've always thought since I was a kid that it is quite possible that there could be some sort of energy source of where we come from and why i like the law of one and why it makes sense to me is because it it talks about how we're all one we're all one we're the universe experiencing itself right so if you hurt somebody else you're hurting yourself because we're all one you get it people hurt people tom yeah exactly the psychological results are often more extreme some people feel as they were as they were like maybe love the aliens they love them and they've been enriched by by the contact right these abductees believe the visitors have come to warn us and to help mankind to protect the planet and that's why there's theories about the greys that the greys are actually here to protect us and they're they're actually trying to influence society so we don't end up like them because there's also a theory uh, this is was on the grey alien episode so if you want to know more about the gray aliens, go listen to the episode about it. But like that they're us from the future, which is even scarier to me, in my opinion. I'd rather them be little robot creatures. Um, but uh, <laughs> by these types of experiences are the minority. Um, many, pe- many feel a sense of violation and despair, uh, similar to um, rape victims. <coughs> Often it is mixed with confusion, disbelief, and a sense of possible insanity. Many abduction victims need counseling to regain some sense of stability. And uh, in cases of extreme trauma, uh, some of may have known to commit suicide. Nevertheless, many researchers wonder if abduction memories are of themselves caused by psychological problems rather than the reverse. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about the whole premise of abductions <laughs> and... Um, I guess not to put a dampener on the topic of the episode because I, I so badly want them to be real. Um, yeah. And, like, it's weird, right? I, I'd sit here now and go, dude, I wish I could sit here and be like, I was abducted, Tom, and I came back and I had all these, like, vivid memories of being abducted. So long as it wasn't anything too freaky or, like, I wasn't left with a big gaping asshole or, like, they didn't, like, chop my dick off or something or do some weird shit. But, like... Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know, like where my stance is on the whole thing because there's so much information now i'm like now i don't know like what to believe me neither i don't either man i'm like getting sucked into the flat earth shit recently i've been watching a bunch of stuff and it's just like it is interesting but then it's like 
why the pyramids? Then I had questions upon questions about like why the pyramids set up strategically under uh, Orion's belt, which supposedly Draco Sakatis is where the reptilians are, right? Or is it just a projection of their reality? Who knows? Whatever, right? Uh, but I want to do episodes specifically about like the black sun and all these different things to like question it because <clears throat> we've talked about the universe and aliens. And now like, I'm not saying the earth is flat, but I'm saying I'm willing to hear somebody's argument. Like I, I'm debating on David Weiss contacted me a long time ago about coming on the show to discuss flat earth. He's a famous flat earther guy. And, um, uh, I must've deleted his email for sure. Cause I can't find it. Uh, but I'm like actually curious of maybe having him on and be like, I'm curious. I have questions. Explain to me. Show me the proof. Try to convince me. And I, I'll probably leave a flat earth. Or, <laughs> just kidding. I will always question everything, but I'm more likely to believe that we live in a simulation. That even if it is flat, it doesn't fucking matter because we're probably in a simulated dome to begin with and that nothing is as real as we think. It's just like alien abductions. You asked me one time, you're like, wow. Uh, you know, like, w would you want to be abducted? And I was like, we'll save it for the alien abduction episode. Now we're here. It's like, when I was a kid, I used to stare up at the stars. I've told you this. And I used to smoke cigarettes and just, like, look up and be perplexed and, and see UFOs and weird things. I was balls deep in alien research, specifically alien stuff, especially when I was, like, 16, 17. And I always wanted to, and I always felt like something was talking to me. I don't know if it was my own head, but I felt like I could, if I asked a question, then my, someone would answer it, but it doesn't, it didn't seem like it was my subconscious. I had weird experiences when I was a teenager and I don't know if it was my own subconscious making this shit up like the Ouija board or who knows. I, I have no idea. I won't know until I'm dead, but like, I've always had the idea that I'm different. I came from somewhere else. I'm a soul from a different planet, something like that. And all the research I've done in alien abductions, it sounds fucking frightening like the most most frightening traumatic experience that you would ever have like worse than being abducted by like some sort of like ed gein character you know or something like that or like you know richard ramirez hiding in your closet uh, like if you survive those events i feel like they'd be less traumatic than some of the stuff the aliens but aliens usually leave you unscathed to an extent there's bruises and stuff like that but at least your like heart's not ripped out of your chest yeah you see or you're, like, stabbed like there's probably people are going like what is wrong with the two of you it's like you're mentally ill or something there's a lot but, like there's a lot um right? i i can see the argument for that you know uh, at least yeah. i'm not saying at least because like there's so many people who were victims of people like that and deal with shit like that and like agree, as yeah. you know as your um like average white men, we probably touch wood. Hopefully, we'll never have to experience like being abducted by some dude like that or whatever. Um, no, no. You know the chances are in our favor, but yeah, I definitely think that like if you were to escape a situation like that, I I would probably have to be committed if I was abducted by aliens and survived. Yeah, I know. And I was brought back or whatever. Whether I was like hurt or not hurt, I think I would have to probably be sectioned because. Could you imagine like trying to go back to a normal life? Imagine, imagine today, like you said, you you went to the store to get like cans of soup. Imagine doing that yeah. after like a week ago, you've had like your asshole spread open by a bunch of aliens and like sticking tentacles in you and like taking blood samples and shit. And now you're like, that's if you remember it. Like if you were like, it's the same idea. If you were like molested by like, let's just bring Richie back into this. Richard Ramirez and his gross breath, and you only have little little memories, and you can't really remember what happened. 
Like, it wouldn't be as traumatizing if you vividly remember everything. So there's the idea that they, do they cloud your brain enough where you don't remember it? But, like, I, and we're going to get into this in a second, is um, <coughs> the idea of Benny and Barney Hill. Betty and Barney Hill. I was going to go Benny because <laughs> it's Benny, Benny and Hill. Barney. Uh, Betty. Barney and Betty Hill. It's a tongue twister. But how me and Billy covered it, we're just going to mention it quickly. Um, but, like, if you listen to the audio uh, when Barney, not the dinosaur, the black man that got abducted by aliens, uh, <laughs> he he sounds fucking terrified, dude. Terrified. Like, crying hysterically. Like we, I think we played it on the episode, so everyone that hasn't checked it out, Alex is on it. It's a fun episode way back in the day. Check it out, but... The first time abductions entered the public consciousness was September 1961 when Barney and Betty Hill were reported captured by strange beings. The Hills gave an account under hypnosis a few years later and revealed all manner of strange experiments that had been performed on them. Betty had seen aliens insert a probe into her belly button, and Barney claims he had forced to provide a sample of sperm. How do you think they got his sperm? I asked Billy this. He's like, are they going to take it like nicely? Like, are they going to jerk me off? Or are they going to stick a needle in my nuts? Mm. And I was like, probably the latter. And he's like, I don't want them to take it. It's, it's so funny because that clip is in our uh, is in our trailer for the show. Where he's like, if you're going to at least take my sperm, at least make me happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like our if, trailer for the show. I, if I was put in that situation and I seen him pulling out a big needle, I'd be like, no, I can, I'll, I'll come on command. I can jerk <laughs> Start off. Start jerking off as seconds. fast as you can. <laughs> it's fine. I'll be quicker than you guys setting a needle up. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would. As much as I've said for the last, like, what, 25 minutes that I don't like the whole, like, sexual undertones and just the idea of, like, I think the idea of being naked in any situation just for some reason makes it, like, way worse and, like, you feel way more, um like, uh, exposed and, and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, I think in a situation like that, I'd be like, yeah, here, jerk me off or something. I really don't want any needles going into my nutsack. No, ew, man. Think, think. I'll never, I'll, t- I'll, I'll make everyone squirm, all right? I may have told the story before, but I will never get a vasectomy, okay? Um, because when my father got his done, and I don't know why he chose to tell me this, uh, but he said that they didn't numb him properly, and when he felt the knife go into his nutsack, and then he was like, oh, I can feel that. And then also I told my buddy Bill at work that gave me that big uh, big bag of weed or whatever. Um, he's an older dude, the kind of hippie style dude. And he was like, oh, yeah, when I got mine, uh, they were pulling stuff, and I could feel it in my stomach. And I was like, thanks, not I've doing that ever. Actually, uh, a couple of years back, I remember, there was like a pretty famous thread on Reddit about dudes. It was like Ask Men or whatever it was. And it was dudes talking about having vasectomies and the amount of responses that guys said when they were like pulling on the fucking tubes or whatever the fuck it is, they could like feel it in like your yeah. like lower stomach. So like, you know, when you get like, that. let's I'm say you take that. a hit to the nuts, you know, you get that like yeah. kind of pain in your like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the dudes were saying yeah, like, yeah. I could feel like shit like tugging and like pulling around in there. And like so many no, of them were like afterwards, like you have that like dull ache, like you've been kicked in the nuts. I'm like that. Just sounds like I'm not doing that. Me. I'd rather wear a condom until I'm 85 than like fucking do that shit. Dude. So yeah, Barney claimed today that you know he had to give semen. Um, they supposedly uh, they said that the aliens were had large back eyes, actually kind of wrapped around receptors 
Um, skeptics point out that Hill's testimony was given less than a fortnight after a television episode about aliens with wrapped around eyes. The factor is one that repeatedly features in abduction stories. The descriptions of aliens and the craft often identical to the stereotypical 1930s-style comic uh, Cosmic Invaders. No details have ever been revealed, which could not have derived from the imagination of a comic book writer. Um, so who knows? And then there's similarly no souvenirs have been brought back by any craft visited by humans that we know of. However, there is many. Uh, there's also a few examples featuring extremely disturbing physical evidence um, one is where a pregnant woman was abducted by aliens who removed her fetus. In the article I got it from, it says FOTUS. Uh, although she had previously gone for an ultrasound, it ha- and that had confirmed her unborn child was present and doing fine, and when she went to the doctors afterward, it had simply disappeared. <coughs> Pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know. The The only thing I think that soured the Betty and Barney Hill story or whatever for me was probably yeah. her more so than anything because... Oh, she was pretty credible, though. Like, but uh, over time, didn't she like start to be like, oh, there's like, aliens outside my house every day. Was, uh, there's aliens everywhere now. Yeah. And like I think even if there was, as as like bad as this might sound to somebody who wants aliens to be real... Um, yeah. She probably should have like toned that down a bit because I feel like it was quite credible. And then, you know, I, I had seen like there's a lot of people that are of the belief that she was like more into the idea that they had been abducted than him and she had him like kind of go along with it. But I kind of got the vibe like you said where I I kind of felt like he was more afraid, if anything. Yeah. The, the audio footage of him going through hypno-regressive therapy or whatever is quite funny. Have you seen The Fourth Kind? <coughs> the what? Fourth Kind. Yes. I, I want to cover some of these movies on so your show. I would love to um, maybe, I don't know when this episode's going to release, but it would be cool to maybe even do like a, a commentary or a watch along of that movie to tie in on the other side. Yeah, there. Uh, look out for that because we can probably pull that off by the time this comes out. Obviously, it's going to go raw cuts to Twitch, uh, but there's a big possibility that we can probably get them out at the same time and maybe do a, a watch along review type setup kind of thing because that movie freaked me out. And I think that, yeah, I think people have no idea how like the, the to me uh, even no, it's even more like the, the more frightening to me is that it's not aliens and it's our own government doing this and using like psychedelics um, and drugs to induce people into thoughts that they were abducted by aliens and they use imagery or television or people dressed up in costumes because a lot of people, William Cooper um, believes that their aliens are demons, but he also talked extensively about the idea that the military was doing a lot of these experiments, especially even... um, Stephen Greer claims that there is real aliens out there. Real alien abductions have happened, but that Betty and Barney were abducted by the government Mm. and that they, that's why there was like, they had people in Nazi uniforms uh, and like gray alien costumes. And they were so under the influence of drugs that they, it all seemed real to them, which to me is even scarier 
then I would almost rather aliens. The, the fact that our government will do that to um, bring about some sort of authoritarian uh, one world order is a lot scarier to me than aliens wanting to do experiments on us because they don't know what the fuck is going on with us. Imagine how freaky that would be. <laughs> we are laughing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that's like, to me, frightening, man. I don't like that at all. So, uh, obviously, there's people that have found, like, implants in their bodies. Uh, there is even a rumor that a private clinic in California has removed a number of strange implants from abductees' bodies. If these type of stories are true, there can be no denying that aliens, alien meetings leaving physical scars on the victims. The reports and evidence of bodies of abductees is hard to dismiss, and even if the implant is officially removed and studied, it could uh, act as conclusive proof. Until then, many scientists are going to be skeptical that the phenomenon is nothing more than the product of the imagination. Easily, um, easily in the 50s, the Greys began taking a large number of human experiments. Uh, so that it's the idea that most scientists will be like, no, that's not correct. That's not true. <coughs> yes. What do you oh, think? I thought you were probably, every time I see your arm go over that side, I'm like, is he about to press a button? Do I talk now or? I'm trying to. Uh, you alien motherfuckers are going to pay for this. I'm trying to avoid coughing because like my throat is still torn a bit. That's why the beer's helping. I've been sucking on some, sucking on some loaves and juice. Um, but I really wanted to get into this stuff because I have a bunch of ideas for alien episodes anyway, right? So uh, have you ever seen that idea of, because this was something I went down a rabbit hole of, a couple of years back, that idea. What's this called now? Help yourself to my parents' wardrobe. What the fuck is that? You think they're gonna get down and dirty, man? Look at them. They're ready to. Fuck. What is that? It's an IPA. Look at that goofy what fuck. You and IPAs. I like it, man. They're strong. They're tasty. This is six percent. A thick and hazy IPA made with real raspberries and vanilla. Lactose, a bevy of oats, and big fruity hops. Here's a, here's a... Somebody sponsor us, motherfucker. Any conservative beers out there want to sponsor a somewhat conservative? Here, here's really a favorite? question for you before I move on to my previous thought. It tastes like raspberries. Um, how much do you think drinking on the regular has affected you, like, general health-wise? Now, let's let's forget about, like, you know, people would say, well, if you've got your blood tests and if you've done this, you know, your liver this and your kidneys that... But I just mean you as like the the like your the everyday workings of your body because I like I'm trying so hard now not to drink every day, but like especially around this time of year now I'm like like the other night I was like I'll just have like one or two beers and then I was fucking trashed going to bed. See, I don't drink every day though, right? I drink when I record a beer or two, which is only maybe once or twice a week, but usually Fridays and Saturdays, especially recently, I've tend to go hard. Um, but like when I realized I was sick, uh, I do think it can affect your immune system. I, as I told you, uh, I drank on Saturday, so we are uh, in th we're th at Thursday right now after the Christmas holiday. This is where it's, people won't even realize this cut will come out like weeks and weeks and weeks later. Um, but uh, I never really get sick. Um, but it seems around this time I seem to, and for people that drink way less than me get sick way more often, but I had five eggnog and rums. Then I had a beer. Then I went over to my wife's dad's and had a bunch of scotch. 
and I had three shots of this like fancy whiskey that I was given. Uh, it's pretty cool. I can't tell anybody about it though. Cause that's due with the government. Um, and then I had three shots of these, this whiskey and then, uh, and then I drank more scotch, came home, had like five more scotches and then had like a fucking mixed drink. And I woke up the next day and it felt like a fucking bus hit me. Like I was like sick. I had a fucking headache. I had a fever. Um, I was like sweaty and nauseous and everything you could imagine. And I was like, oh, I'm just really hung over. And then it just persisted. And it's because you're, I knocked my immune system was so low and my body's trying to fight the alcohol and everything that it made it essentially made me sick. Yeah, I could see that. That used to happen to me quite a bit, actually. No, see, and this is why I say, like, everything in moderation, right? Like, the idea, if I didn't drink like that, I probably still would have got sick at some point, but it wouldn't have been as bad as how I felt on Sunday and Monday or whatever. And this is why, like, I think in moderation, it can be fine. I'll, I'm going to try to do dry January my best I can. It's going to be tough uh, being around Brett because uh, uh, he wants me to come record on his new slut couch. He may, he got like his couch reupholstered. We'll be back in aliens soon, uh, but it'll be fun to film on, especially if you come down. We'll probably like go check out a spot at some point. Um, may shoot off some guns, do some fun stuff. Uh, but uh, it, it's going to be hard. It's tough just because like I genuinely just enjoy having a beer or two, and especially when recording, it kind of loosens yeah, up yeah. you a bit. Um, it makes you I don't know. I've just so I've been so used to it. Uh, but it will make it easier now that Billy is not physically here with me because I feel like that always is tough. Yeah, no, I've just found in the last couple of months, like, because I had gone completely, like, off of alcohol altogether and just had no desire. I think because I fucked my yeah. life up so many times from drinking. But, like, now, yeah. like, I've gotten more into that kind of, like, casual, like, not being absolutely trashed or even if I am just in a completely better headspace so I don't, like, freak out. No, no, you just got to enjoy it, and then you just got to get a good and sleep. And it's like, it's all I don't about know, but now I, I find myself realizing how much I do actually enjoy it, and I'm like, ooh, I need, to, I'm dancing a fine line here between, like, wanting to have drinks, like, every day. I think that mostly, it should, most people should do, like, once or twice a week. If they want to, like, don't exceed that. Like, don't be pulling billies, man, and, like, drinking, like, four beers every mm. night. Four tall boys, five tall boys Ouch. every night. Um, yeah, but as I was going to say earlier, um... Have you heard about that idea of like, um, I can't remember exactly what they call it. Is it like a, a, a anesthesia awareness or whatever it is? Because they tried to like, What's that? Um, the Betty and Barney Hill story. I remember like I went balls deep oh, yeah. on that a while ago. Uh, they've, but they've used it with other famous like uh, abduction stories and things like that. I, I just remember it quite well from from their story. They tried to at one point pass off like some study about this like uh so the idea of if you have some sort of like operation or whatever and you're going under the knife and obviously they put you under a an anesthetic and you're like fucking all over the place you're like the idea of like being asleep but also your body is still regulating as if you're not asleep and all this shit and yeah. They've done all these studies of people who claim to have awareness of what went on in the room while they were being operated on. And like they've And then they think that they've been abducted. Yeah, and then so then what they done was they tied that to like trying to pass off a lot of these abduction people of being like, but maybe he just had like anesthesia awareness. And so like I remember with him, he had a they found out, I think, from his medical oh, yeah, history yeah. that he had like a tonsillectomy or something like that. 
And they were like, yeah, maybe, maybe that night that. when you guys like seen that thing and, and maybe that like you, you had all these repressed memories and then you just remembered that you were getting your tonsils out one time. And that's, that sounds and you like mix bullshit. It up with, and I, I don't know. I just, Alien yeah, it felt like a real reach. I was like, you're trying to tell me that this dude mixed up having his tonsils removed with being abducted by fucking aliens. My, my real thoughts now, um, about the Benny, Betty and Barney. I also want to say Betty, a Betty and Barney Hill story. I'm, I'm actually probably quite convinced that it was probably our own government. Uh, to push the idea of Project Bluebeam and to keep putting it in the social subconscious and then letting these people, like, their stories get out and all that stuff. Like, it's quite possible. I think that, like, the real people that are in charge of the simulation that we we live inside are quite intelligent in understanding our human psychology and know how to manipulate us. So it would make sense that they would slowly do this over time because, like I said, a bunch of old men, why do they want power? It's because they exist beyond this reality. They don't care. They're not going to physically... They're going to physically leave here, but they're not going to spiritually, quotations, leave here. They're going to always be around controlling it until humanity wakes up and we raise our vibration to a higher consciousness. Hopefully. Um, so obviously there's a bunch of different experiments people are claiming <coughs> by the sixties, the rates sped up, um, and they supposedly, the aliens became, they got a little careless, you know, they're dropping bottles and fucking leaving sperm on the ground. People lick it up. I don't know what the fuck's happening or how they got careless, but, uh, by the seventies, their true, uh, colors were very obvious, but the special group of the U S government still kept covering up them by the eighties. The government realized that it's too late and there was no defense against the grays. So programs, medias, TV, comics, commercials, books, magazines, etc., were actually actually enacted to prepare the public for an open contact with non-human beings. Now, at the beginning of the 90s, 1991, these programs continued and are working too well. And this is, that that's just a basic breakdown. This is when we're going to get into the deep shit. This is where the probe, you know, like it just gets sucked up in your butt, you know? How do you, how do you feel it, about that? About what? The idea of... Um being like anally probed. Supposedly we have a. <laughs> it's like supposedly we do have a, an orgasm spot in our asshole. I don't know. I've never experienced it, uh, but that's supposedly we do. And I'll tell you what I heard, and I, I think I have a different version of what it is in the research that I did. But I heard that it's actually like hooked up to your spine, and you're like draining your spinal fluid. Um, and there's, cause, because I don't know, there's stuff about like your spine, especially with chakras and all that stuff and the essence of our bodies. I'm sure like the fact that like our heart admits like an electric magnetic frequency, uh, you know, we are, uh, uh, electrically alive, you know, so you're telling me that's why they're trying to suppress us with metals and shit. I have a bad back. I should shove things up my ass to try and like alleviate the pain. You could try. You could try. You first, you have to like. You got you to gotta do like a beer bottle and then you work up to a wine bottle and then you work up to like a pylon okay, cone. Okay, everybody. So um, check out First Class Hour <laughs> on Patreon. I'm going to have an ongoing series and it's going to be <laughs> each week uh, trialing new anal probes to see can I fix my severe back pain. It is uh, it is quite disturbing. If anyone wants to have a little fun on the internet, uh, like me and my friends did when we were uh, we were young, um, go look up insertion porn. There's some people that uh, put some weird things in their body, and it's disturbing to say the least. There's times where I've seen things like that and been like, "Where does that go?" 
What part I know. Of your How is that not is like that in? I know, so fucked up, man. The Greys and the Reptoids are in league with each other, but their relationship is a state of tension. The Greys are only known uh, are known the Nordics and the Reptilian race as their enemy. Don't confuse the difference between the Reptilian race, the Reptoids, the Reptiloids, because they're all completely different races. Okay, don't don't fuck it up. Uh, some forces of the government want the public to be aware of what is happening, while forces, collaborators want to continue making whatever deal necessary for an elite few to survive the coming conflicts. And that's why I, want, I released a song um, recently that I put out, like that I recorded in 2013, and... Uh, I said, there's a war going on above her heads, blood-drenched children walking through the street. Your attitude is fuck them. I'd rather watch TV. The first verse of, like, there's a war going on above her heads was that uh, accord, if we don't live in some fucking flattered dome, uh, that even on the, the NASA, which never straight answer, don't trust NASA, I get it, uh, they, they fake all their in-space stuff. It's all fucking... CGI and green screens. Uh, but the, the, if, the te- if the tether, the tether probe that they put up there, that's real footage. It looks like a, a lights are swimming in an s- ocean sea. Like it almost looks like there's like crafts all around us. And I, when I was a kid and I saw that footage, it looks like there's like a battle going on. Um, you see like weird hovering motherships that are like vibrating colors, but uh, well, it's black and white, but it looks like they would be vibrating colors, but they're like vibrating in some way. It's quite compelling. Cause like, who knows if that is real footage and that was real, then that's, that to me freaked me out. Cause I shown people that footage and then they zoom out and it's like all these lights just moving. People claim their satellites, but at the time when the footage was taken, I don't, I don't trust that. You know, I think that fiber optic cables are in the sea and I don't think that satellites are what we think they are all the time. Who knows now? I the, the, like the more we talk about aliens and shit. I just I, I'm starting to remember how like scary aliens are to me in a way. It is very scary. They don't like this guy. No, he just looks they're like, like a cool em- dude. Emotionless creatures that like this. Kid. But there's like no like I don't know. There's like no pleading with them. There's no like way. There's no, no. way out. Like I mean, if you if you were to go to bed tonight and like somehow. Yeah. say i don't know wake up like mid fucking probing or whatever like just, what are you gonna do you're gonna get up and like okay i need to go down the hallway and i need to like go through this door like where are you where am i <laughs> what's going on <laughs> whoa that's actually kind of unsettling that face i know i told you that's ai man that face AI is, is very unsettling horrific <laughs> jesus christ where, where's that <laughs> imagine this thing Look man that, you're in your room Look at that shit that's what I'm saying. These creatures, like, they don't have to look oh. like us, man. They probably look like some terrifying creatures that may not even resemble us in any way. This one's funny. Surviving alien contact and warfare. Surviving an alien contact and abduction. What, it's a book about, like, make a, how to survive I don't know aliens. if you've ever seen that, like, Detroit tactical dude or whatever on TikTok that does all the, like, dumbass street defense stuff. Yeah. Uh, we should do, like, our own, like, alien We should. Course, Just make it up. Course. And probably get some views. Like, what is this guy doing? Is that guy going deep? And that guy, that guy's like, what are you what doing, man? Roll? I don't think I need that. Wait, what is that guy <laughs> on the table? He's an alien creature. He's going to probe oh. him. That's a big probe. It just looks like a big, like, big, like, I don't know, like a, what's wow. that called? A, um, are you, uh, what's a, what's the, what's the, uh, what can I think of this, man? The goddamn orange potatoes. They're really good for you. Sweet potatoes? 
Sweet potato, yeah. It's like a big-ass sweet potato going that guy's ass. Mm. Yeah, wonderful. The bottom line cannot be discerned beyond the facts at hand. Researchers admit to being stuck in the very early stages of uh, the, the, divide, the division and confusion more than anything else. The abductees themselves have to feel the pain, terrifyingly literal pain that comes from being at the mercy of an alien force whose bottom line agenda largely ignores the fundamentals of human dignity and, uh, and well-being. But the aliens do fully comprehend and seem to manipulate the requirements of organic reproduction creation. In this, they are much like us. We are dealing in the realm that overrides long-standing cultural habits of thought and behavior. All we have to, to work that all we have to work with are the reports that have been al allowed to break through the rigid veil that hides the UFO. The bottom line is babies. That's what the research said. It, it, it made it said it very extensively it had three exclamation marks. So I had to yell it just <laughs> to get the point across. The, time and time again, abductees recall the same sequence of events. Observations, their mechanisms of consciousness controlled, softened under hypnosis. Many come in clean, quotations, that is, with little or no previous interest in UFOs or uh, having ever heard or read much about, you know, or reading several books, you know, like most people don't do that. They only hear them from books. Like, you know, like, you know, obviously, it was stuff like Intruder and, and Communion, uh, which Communion, I've, I've heard of the movie. I heard it was trash, but I'd still give it a chance. Um, pe like, and so and it's funny because they, they're claiming that a lot of people that get abducted are people that are not even interested in UFOs because it's like, they, we don't want to, like, do that. That guy's, that guy's going to talk too much. Like, I've, I've watched video, and it, specifically, it's one lady, and it's freaky. She claims she's a hybrid baby. She comes from aliens, and she's done UFO talks at UFO conferences. She looks like she's missing a chromosome, but she's pretty intellectual. Like she actually says some like real shit or gaining a chromosome, whatever the fuck that that term is. What is it? You you gain a chromosome? Do you have you have an extra chromosome? That's it. Um, she looks like she has an extra chromosome, but she looks like a weird gray looking like alien. I don't remember her name, or I would have brought her up on the show or a clip of her at some point. Um, but she, she says she has vivid memories of being like in the test tube. So they abducted her mom who was like a drug addict, a heroin addict. And she claims because these people won't be necessarily believed and they'll think it was just a drunken, like a drunken stupor or on drugs. So they use these people that, uh, will most likely not say anything. Even if they have recollections of it, they won't be believed anyway. And then, so she said she remembers waking up in like, they abduct her, take her mother's, you know, her, the, the fetus cells or whatever, right? Her eggs. And then they like created her and she remembers like being in the tube and then waking up and stuff like that, which is the, according to her. And then she was placed into her mother's arms and her mother rejected her. And we're going to get to that at some point in this episode where we talk about the idea that they, they realize that they need like, especially hybrid babies need like love and attention. So that's why I was saying to you, like everyone that listens to this, Go check out the episode that me and Billy did about the alien hybrid community because it will branch off more of what we're talking about here. About the idea of, like, you know, using babies. Yeah, that, you know? that, like, and the whole procedure of, like, taking the sperm or taking the eggs, whatever, is, is always freaky. I have a really, like, uh, and I, I can't remember exactly who it was, but there was somebody that I was, like, big into at one point that had written a book and he had done, like, two or 3,000 interviews with, like, supposed alien abductees or whatever. 
Yeah. And this guy was like balls deep, like basically believed everything. And I remember yeah, he yeah. had these, he would try and get people to like either draw it themselves or he would try and interpret like, you know, what they were explaining to him. Mm. And I remember him saying like nobody in all the people he interviewed, nobody ever said that the tables they were put on had four legs. They said it just kind of oh, like yeah, came I know. from the ground. But I remember he Glided. had this thing where it showed like, a, it was like a drawing of a dude lying on a table. And it was this weird, it yeah. looked like, kind of like a, because he said it was explained all the time as like a similar thing. So like that pipe that's going into the back of that guy's head, it yeah. was like that with like this weird, like, I guess it was described, I think, in the book as a flashlight, but I think it, you could probably like compare it to like a flashlight, I think. And like your dick would be put into that. Weird. And they would use that to like extract the sperm or whatever, but... And just, ooh, it's a pump your but dick. But, like, while they were doing that, they would, uh, on the males, they would perform, um, what was it called? Fellatio. Um, what was it called again? The staring procedure or the staring experiment yeah. or something like that, where, like, one of them would get down, like, beside your head on the bed or on the table or whatever you're on and just, like, stare at you for like i don't know an extended period of time like some people say it was like 10 minutes some people say it was like an hour longer and like don't move a muscle they don't breathe they don't do anything they're just like that right beside you and they were explaining it's like i knew he was like in my mind like going through all my yeah memories and all my knowledge and everything that's so scary i don't want that at all i don't want some alien staring at me and be like tell me your darkest like, secrets I, about, I, I just remembered it was a drawing and like it was really crudely drawn and it fucking used to <coughs> the idea of that used to freak me out yeah yeah it's fucking scary man people of all races uh most ages both sex have had experience this experience with aliens it is fairly obvious the researchers uh, researchers maintain the manufacture of hybrid babies dominates the alien agenda. They want the babies, bro. <clears throat> they want them. Scary. I'm going to get you this book for yeah, your birthday. Yeah, do that, actually. <clears throat> Surely to God. Taken by alien captain. Surely to God there's some fucking alien porn out the there. The fact that people buy these books, bro... That they there's legit people that have bought these books that are like sexy alien probing me and putting a baby inside my belly and they've sold because some of them definitely have sold and they're like on Amazon I looked is crazy so the genetic sequence of events as recorded documents is as follows examination egg harvesting and sperm sampling do they like go like like a shot glass. Oh, like, God. Like chin chin. And they're all like cheers. And all. A little nutty. <laughs> Baby presentation only for females, rail for mares, which has happened. There's a case specifically about sexy aliens I want to get into at some point about the My man. Favorite. And he's like showing all his hybrid kids and stuff like that. And he's like, wow, I'm a, I'm a real boy. I'm a dad. Uh, and they'll, they'll show the baby, be like, here's your baby. We created it. Uh, now fucking figure it out because we don't know what we're doing. We're aliens. Uh, machine examination. Uh, media presentation of idyllic environments. The abduction sequence is not exact in every 
instance, but enough leading indicators must be present present to qualify the case as one deserving further investigation. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, capture, examination, conference. So they, I don't know. Like, this is just like basic breakdown of supposedly what could happen during an alien abduction. I don't know what the conference shit is about. They like bring you like you're in Star Wars, you know, and you go in that like arena. Yeah, where it's like has yeah, all the yeah. aliens and shit, and you're just like in the middle, and they're like, "Look at his little dick!" and everyone's like starts laughing and shit. They're like, "Whoa, man, we've our dicks turn into swords, man!" Everyone's just like, <laughs> I, "For everyone, go back and listen to the reptilian episode because supposedly they have dicks that detach, turn into swords. And it's called the reptilian sex battles. It's fucking That'd fun. Maybe it's cool. one of those I books from Amazon. Dick off and turn it into a sword." There was another, uh, I can't remember the name of it as well. It was another quite famous um, abduction story. Uh, I want to say it was a guy and he, he claimed to have seen this craft and like your, your typical kind of like saucer shaped craft or whatever. And That makes me think it's the military. He said it, it had it, really specific. He was like, it was either eight or 11 windows, which I thought was really bizarre numbers to come up with. Um, yeah. on the side that he could see and he was like there was people in each window so there was like anywhere from 8 to 11 people oh, I think I've heard and this and they were yeah. wearing shiny black like suits and they had these weird like black hats but they he was like I could clearly tell that they weren't humans like they had these weird bulbous heads and like these freaky looking eyes and <laughs> it's the alien vid- village he people. was like I was looking at them and they were all just staring at me. There was like no sound whatsoever. The craft wasn't making any noise. There was like no sound, nothing That's like that. That's fucking scary. And he was like, but I couldn't, like people questioned him. I'm like, why didn't you run? Why didn't you do this? And he was like, they weren't saying anything. I couldn't hear anything, but I knew they were telling me not to go anywhere, not to move from where I was and to continue staring back. And then he was like out of nowhere in like sequence, all of them except for one disappeared like like moved back like stepped away from the windows so weird and then it was just one singular guy <coughs> or alien or whatever still looking at him the entire time and he was like this went on for like 15 minutes and then they just like <laughs> so it just like and it was gone and he was like i never experienced anything ever again like a fucking zoo i want to pick up some books about mm. alien abductions because i feel like i'd really dive deep into it and i'd enjoy reading them and then i want to start doing that with books that i have is like um getting a highlighter and highlighting stuff especially with the david ike books like I, it's fascinating stuff if it's true at all right um i don't know i i there's something about david ike which like makes me trust most of what he says he i feel like he's just trying to he really wants Manny to wake up with like love and good vibrations and stuff like that. There's something about him that like he's not trying to lead people in like a down a dark path. He's trying to be like, hey, there's some weird shit going on. And a lot of people think he's disinformation agent and he's like, he's swaying your da da da. And like I'm like, I don't know, man. As long as you are like skeptical and question everything as I do, then nothing should be a problem. But the one thing you should question is like the mainstream media and what you're being told. And if someone is being banned from all these countries for speaking. And writing books, that should probably raise some alarms in your head that he's probably saying some shit that they don't want you to know about. And I mean, uh, on the, uh, I guess, like a little side note off of that, if anybody thinks that, uh, you know, the news you watch or the media or whatever you consume isn't like some paid bullshit, there's a big, huge story in Ireland at the minute of, um, uh, I, I can't remember exactly, I, I need to like, because I think it only came out today. But there's been a document basically leaked or released that um, 
the government are paying all of our like bigger radio stations, TV yep. stations up to 95,000 euros per article or per like little piece to yeah. talk about specific topics like um it's propaganda yeah. every at every angle. Dude, every angle. The the liberal government in Canada pays CBC like our fucking main news station and stuff like that. 600 million dollars a year. They can't live off of the the uh, people like the just consumers because nobody watches it. And the only, that's why even like I don't I don't trust any politician. I don't trust any of these fucking political leaders that have went to Jerusalem and fucking kissed the stupid rock. I don't trust any of that shit. Why are you kissing a fucking Jew rock, bro? What the fuck is going on with all that shit, man? I have real fucking big questions about that stuff. It uh, seems like somebody owns somebody else and somebody thinks that something else is happening, but it's really not. It's just like people are so dumb. I don't know what the fuck is going on with the world, but people are like they're consumed by this system. Um, but it's just crazy because most of the stuff that we, we know is propaganda. They're lying to us at every angle, and they want you to be consumed and angry. But the only thing that's going to get us through this is... Is love. Love. I've been playing these glasses. Now they're so dirty in my hippie glasses. Love's going to get us through this. But it's just like, I think that if you're not questioning stuff at this point, through all the stuff that's happened in the last couple of years, and you're just walking through life as like what they call them, an NPC, where it just seems like a lot of people are like that. That you're just walking through like a fucking robot, and you're like, don't, don't look at that. Don't look at that. <coughs> it's mind-blowing. So they say there's like there's conferences. I don't know what the hell those are about. Those are tours. So people can be taken aboard a ship, which has happened where they're like, look at this. Look at this. What's the there's one the one story about Ashtar, I think. One of the Galactic Federation type stories. And they're like, they who I think maybe it was George Calavisius, uh, which this guy has disappeared. I used to watch all of his videos when I was a teenager. Some Australian dude that claimed to have been abducted by aliens and had connections to the Andromeda Council. Uh, much like Alex Collier, and uh, which also a fascinating guy. Alex Collier, listen to his stuff, man. He's fascinating. Same with um, I also really like. Uh, I remember his name is sex, but Alex Collier is, is is interesting to say at least. Anyone's interested about? He's talking about the reptilian stuff way before a lot of other people were, and um, I think it might have been him or George Calavisius or one of these dudes and. There's this ball essentially that they had that could like show you like all your memories and stuff throughout the universe. That like it it had like an um. Uh, it had all this knowledge downloaded onto it, almost like a USB or something like that. And they, uh, somebody tried to take it off the ship, one of the abductees, one of these guys, I think. And then the aliens knew, and they are like, no, you got to put that back. And they're always watching. These were like good ones for once. And they like would take him around the ship, show them how things worked, um, and then told them that they want him to pass down some of what the knowledge that they're telling this guy or whatever. I've seen tons of stuff like that, right, where there is some positive experiences. Like there's... Um, at one chick, Barbara Mancini, is that her name? Something like that. And she's like a, a channeler. <clears throat> and some of these people that can channel, I don't know. I, if it's an act, man, they're doing very good. Where she talks normally like a normal person, all of a sudden she goes in this zoned out thing and she's like, I am from the, the galaxy of that. And it's like, it sounds like a totally different person. The way they speak, their mannerism, everything changes. Have you ever seen some of those people that channel? It so something like that to me, I often think about that. I'm like, I don't know whether I believe this or not, but I'm like, some of it is so convincing that I'm like, uh, if, I know. if this is not real, like you deserve whatever academy, yeah, like whatever wealth <laughs> and like, um, positive things that you gain in your life from doing this, you deserve it because 
Like, even when people talk about, like, David Icke and they're like, oh, he's full of shit, it's all just fucking made up, make-believe. I'm like, yeah. that dude should be, like, some sort of a fucking fiction writer then writing movies or something, because if that's the case, he has such a wealth of, like, storytelling. 100%. That, like, he shouldn't be, he should be in a completely different career altogether. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bashar. What's up, man? Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. Like, I don't know. You see, like, if there's people you think that are full of shit. It's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to discern what is like real. And if I want, I, I'm one of those people. I want to believe, awesome. and that's why I think this this photo that I have is funny. Uh, where is it? Because it's like, uh, you want to believe until you know they're actually there. Or is it this one where he has like, I want to believe. It's a, a kid terrified. His cats are like all snuggled up next to him, but there's this weird translucent gray alien. Uh, and then look at the little the little tag. It says, no longer I want to believe. It's like a little tag on the top of the thing that the alien puts up because it's like, I want to believe until it's actually happening to you. And then you might not want to believe anymore. You want to, might want to go back to being an NPC character, you know? I feel like, like there was probably great potential there for me to be in that position because <laughs> as much as I go, uh, I wish aliens were real, uh, the idea of being abducted and all, to be able to tell that story, like, and, and really believe and feel yeah, what yeah. has happened to me, but at the same time... Feel, in, feel it in your yeah, ass. Yeah, like, just feeling feel it deep gaped. inside. Um, yeah. And at the same time, it's like, I don't know if I could ever, like, my mental state is can be quite fragile at the best of times here yeah. on Earth. So I'm like, if that happened to me, well, I'd pro- like I said earlier in the episode, I would probably have to be put in a padded cell somewhere. 100% because like imagine like these are like I think these two are specifically drawing like they were like the weird. tithead dude from fucking little Nicky who I referenced I know in every and imagine episode. seeing that's that gonna thing. become a thing I think for me I'm just gonna reference that guy in every single episode <laughs> ever I know it seems like you're definitely doing that but like the people that that draw their experiences that they've had it's like uh, how are you making that up so she uh the I'm trying to think of her name right now. Um, the Andreessen affair. Uh, me and Anton covered uh, her when he was around, and uh, that case is fascinating too because it's like so bizarre. Uh, and she believes everything that she's saying. At least it seems like that. So obviously, there's people that were taken on off-worldly journeys. Um, there's also people that are brought back with some sort of religious message. Uh, Betty Andreessen was kind of like that. Uh, and then you have like the, the aftermath of maybe them showing you what's going to happen to the planet, stuff like that. So obviously this hasn't been, uh, this, this, ha- this hasn't happened in many cases, but still deserves a particular mention at the moment of significant, uh, significant number of abductees tend to retain a special, almost spiritual feeling about their experience. If they were treated roughly or hurt, it's kind of different. Um, but there has been people that come back from it. It's funny. Cause I just said, Betty Andreessen, she came back like, uh, I, they love us. And that's the one where like, uh, the greys, uh, came into her house, froze everybody in mid stride. Everyone was frozen. And then you wonder, can they see what's happening? Do you know what I mean? Can you, can you see what's happening or are you stuck in time and space where you remember nothing? And you're like, you're men in black. You're like, 
memories wiped clean. But that story is it, it fascinating. It's the fact that, like, she was taken, and then, but, like, they froze her whole family in, like, mid-stride. Like, someone's, like, eating cereal. Like, everyone's, just, like, stuck there, and then they take her, and I think bring her back, and they resume everything. But that's why, eventually, like, one thing I want to cover on Class Horrorcast is Dark Skies. I think we want to do the fourth kind first, uh, but Dark Skies was a movie where I was, like, afterwards, I was, like, great representation of an alien abductions and being contacted by some sort of UFO. I thought they did a great job at scaring the living shit out of the audience about how bad it could be, you know? Yeah, that's another really good one. I'm just looking here when, when you mentioned, like, you know, drawings and stuff like that, and I came across one yeah. um, by a guy, uh, David Huggins. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Huggins, bro. We're gonna be, he's the one I want to talk about. He's the one, isn't he the one that uh, he, had, he paints all his experiences, dude, and he's like... There's one with, like, yeah. an alien holding him or whatever a boy i know i like sticking yeah. thing up his nose i don't know why but i'm like looking at that shit going that is freaky yeah uh i would love to talk about david huggins at some point i'm pretty sure he's the one that paints the stuff right yeah yeah that's him yeah yeah so and he he paints all of his uh sexual experiences me and billy co- talked about him slightly but i feel like some of these cases even if we talk about it back in the day um in short form i would love to dive into the the whole story and really analyze it because some of them are like super bizarre like the there's the i can't remember his name it's some brazilian name uh but he had very sexy experiences with aliens and he seems to really enjoy himself don't know if it's for me me neither uh what okay what if she was like the perfect aryan woman you know like the nordics like blonde perfect Perfect bone structure, perfect jawline, just like the most beautiful woman that you've ever seen. Because there is the Nordic races, like, we've covered the reptilians, we've covered the greys, we're talking about alien abductions. At some point, we will be talking about the Palladians and the Nordic races of beings, uh, which I would love to get into because that shit is, like, more positive, but also can be negative because it could be the reptilians projecting images in your mind of beautiful women or men, Uh, but... I think that that shit would definitely be fun to dive into because a lot of people have also had experiences, like Madame Blavatsky supposedly had an experience uh, to do with Nordic beings or at least read about it. Um, the Big H seems to like really love that type of type of woman, you know. So I just found out doing a little bit more research. There's actually uh, an hour long documentary um, about Huggins. Yeah, called Love and Saucers. Oh, yeah, um, I know. That's his book, too, I think. Yeah, David Huggins lost his virginity to an alien woman among 100 other extraterrestrial encounters and chronicles it all in surreal paintings, few of which have ever been seen. Love and Saucers is the in-depth version of his story. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be covering that, that at, uh, at some point. Uh, I think it would be a lot of fun. Me and you will specifically cover that. Maybe to see if, if Billy's set up and ready to go, maybe we can get him on that one because he'd probably enjoy himself. Um, so obviously maybe researchers are getting uh, close to, uh, to uh, an answer about abductions. Um, a body of evidence that once uh, is, it's a, it's, there's there's weird things you have to do when you're researching this stuff because you have to match up details. There's lie detector tests. There's obviously relative to like psychology of the witness. Um, are they are they insane? Can they? Is their mental capacity? Um, you know, can they? 
are they insane or not, right? Like the idea of like you'd have to make sure that this person is like at least credible, insane, and that that witnesses that know them, um, like I don't know. I feel like if I got abducted by aliens. I don't know how many people would believe me. Yeah, and you see, this is the problem, <laughs> I think, that um, unfortunately, it, like, it, you know, within the last, whatever, 50, 100 years, it's so easy to discredit things. Yeah, in yeah. the sense of, like, I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure that if I got abducted by aliens tonight and I told anybody, They'd be like, you're a fucking lunatic. You sit up in your attic talking about conspiracies and horror movies. Of course you yeah, got abducted by aliens. Of course you did. And like, it'd be really... Try to sell your story. Yeah, like, it'd be really <laughs> easy. And even if you didn't ever try and make any money from it, you just wanted to put it out there, people would still go like, yeah, you're just fucking mentally ill. That's, That's what I find. When there is people that get abducted by aliens uh, and they want their story out for free and they don't want to make any money off it. Same with haunting uh, experiences. People that go through uh, crazy experiences with the paranormal i don't i think if you're not wanting to make money you're probably truthful because why would you like i don't know why else you do that because a lot of those people even when it comes to the like paranormal hauntings they get ridiculed like crazy so why would you want that because in in a way you're kind of like um we talked about this on a previous episode that idea of like um assassination doesn't necessarily have to be like being shot or killed or poisoned or whatever like just assassinating your character and I feel like, you know, if you were to come out in modern day and be like, I was abducted by aliens, you're essentially assassinating your own character in a way. 100%. It's, this is funny. It says, uh, in a large number of doctors in conventional um, gynecological practices, that isn't that the finger with the vagina, like yeah, just yep. going inside the vagina? like peekaboo, um, were exposed to abduction data. A whole new subspeciality would be inevitable if this was supposed to be happening at the rate that we think it is. Many women abductees indicate that aliens tampered with their reproductive organs, if not actually committing a form of technological rape. Uh, Some women abductees are plagued with the stark memories of strange, uh, wimpsy-haired offspring whose presence sometimes invokes the feeling, that's my child. That's what it says in quotations. "That's That's my child. It's like some Jerry Springer shit, like, you are not the father. Freaky, man. I, like... Yeah, imagine seeing some weird creature baby and then like the aliens are showing it to you and then it invokes this like thing of like, that's my baby. That's my baby. It's my child. Uh, well, yep. what do you think actually, I remember reading up on this a while back. What do you think of the idea of um, um, like earlier I mentioned the thing with the, the anesthetic and the anesthesia awareness or whatever. And I've seen yeah, like yeah. other people try to claim that it's like some form of sleep paralysis. So I don't know if you've ever heard of like things like um the old hag. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm quite aware of the yeah, old. Yeah, so like the idea of that, you know, we can cover her at some you point. Know, and that's some people try to be, be like, well, episode. it's just like a fucking sleep paralysis thing. It's like you're drifting in between, blah blah blah, and like people try to pass that off as like memory of alien abductions. How do you feel about that? See. I think that could be possible, right? But the idea that sleep paralysis is usually entities trying to enter your body, and I believe this. Like, um, I don't know if I've ever told you Brett's experience, right, with um, sleep paralysis. 
or lucid dreaming, essentially. So Brett was dating. He told us this is now on a Patreon episode. So everybody, uh, our, our first strange stogies, uh, which we'd love to have you on at some point, right? Especially when, if you're down here, we'll go out to Brett's, we'll smoke some cigars and we'll do like a free for all. Cause it's the strange stogies, the idea that we just sit around, smoke cigars and shoot the shit. I was bringing up tons of different articles. So Brett told me the story about he was dating a Wiccan um, and uh, the woman's mom or the the chick's mom was also a Wiccan. And uh, they taught him how to lucid dream um, properly. And then so he kept trying and he eventually achieved it. And he saw his body lying there. He's walking around uh, out of his body. And then he started hearing like the doorbell constantly ringing. Constantly ringing, going out like, like it was like going off. Dude, and this then, is already giving me chills. And then, so he was like walking in some astral world, and and then he said that like he as he started going close to the door, the doorbell went went went, and then it, and then it stopped, and then he like jolted back into his body, and then when he woke up, he came out 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 of his room or whatever, and his dad was like, someone was just ringing on the fucking doorbell. And he was, and his dad heard the doorbell also, and then went to the door and then opened it, and it stopped. At the same time, it stopped in the lucid dream for Brett. And then so he talked to the Wiccan's mom, uh, the the mother Wiccan, and then she was like, "Did you answer the door?" And he's like, "No, no, no." Like my dad kind of opened it, which is weird. And she's like, "Well, it was something trying to get in." And then she was like, "If you would have opened that door, you would have let something in, most likely to your body, and you may have been stuck in the astral world while this thing inhabited your body." That's so freaky. Like it's it's that. Be careful when you're lucid dreaming. Yeah, like everybody. it's that thing, and I've always been fascinated by that. And like I've I've seen and and heard different stories about it, and I was like. I would love to try that, but then at the same time, like you just said, something like that would be enough to put the shits off me to be like, maybe I shouldn't fuck around with that. No, and and we'll really analyze it when we talk about the Conjuring universe, and especially Insidious and stuff like that on your show when we get to that point, because I'm going to analyze the whole situation of what is happening and wh- how real it could be on Class Horrorcast, so everyone go subscribe, make sure to do that. Um, but at some point, I'd like to talk about that because it dives into the real ideas of what is actually possible. And I've known people, I've had my own sleep paralysis experience and everyone knows it. I've said the story millions of times, but it's, it was frightening. It proved to me that things exist beyond our eyesight. I will never explain. And that makes me freaked out that there's dark energies could be the reptilians or some sort of aliens or beings that exist on a different dimension that utilize the sleep paralysis experiences and they're actually trying to take your body. When I had my shadow people experience, it felt like my they were trying to rip my soul from my body. That's what it felt like. And your tether will always be supposed to be connected. The only death severs the tether. Severs the tether. Uh, but at some point, you can have beings enter and inhabit your body and your tether will still be connected, but you'll be like on the outside looking in, which is scary. Just like you see in a lot of horror movies that have some sort of possession uh, experience. I don't know. All that shit just like freaks me out, dude. I know. I love talking about that, man. And we're going to be diving into some very cool ghost aspects um we have some people that we want to bring on the show just kind of for fun maybe get a female perspective we got some stuff in the works it's kind of gonna be a lot of fun for the fans so other medical uh patterns that are consistent uh supposed to be alien abductions are the nasal cavity they like going in the nose for some reason um you know it's it's probably because it leads directly to the brain 
You know, that's why you don't do cocaine, kids. Um, ears, they like to know what's going on in the ear holes for some reason. Eyes, um, which I've, like, there's alien experiences. People, like, in their eyes popped out and shit, like, weird stuff. They're, like, the... I was watching this video. I want to finish it on Rumble about, like, adrenochrome uh, and linking to, like, Satanists and aliens and stuff. And they were showing graphic images that are supposed to be real of people's bodies being found and their fucking eyes are missing and their, like, jaws are torn apart and it looks like their body is sucked dry. It's, like, supposed to be real footage. And it's freaky if it's real, to say the least. I do... People can believe what they want. At some point, we'll do an episode about Adrenochrome. I definitely won't put going on YouTube. Uh, but I do think that uh, it is very real. More real than people ever want to uh, acknowledge. And um, finally, I can watch The Sound of Freedom because that shit's on uh, Prime now. So I was like... I wanted to watch it last night, but I was like... I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little sick. I don't know if I want to watch a whole movie about child abduction. But the fact that that goes on so often and people don't even bat an eye to it, that shows that this probably goes a lot deeper than most people realize. Mm-hmm. Um, genitalia, speaking about that, uh, obviously they're fascinated by the, the penis and vagina. Uh, umbilical cord, uh, umbilical, the umbilical navel region on females only. So, yeah, weird. These areas appear to be physical areas of great interest to the abducting aliens. Many abductees have described, uh, described a thin probe with a tiny ball on its end being inserted into their nostril, usually on the right side, the alien abductees are able to hear a crushing type of sound as the bone in this area is apparently being penetrated. We believe that this is when they insert a device for tracking and communication with the abductees in, uh, the, for obviously future, uh, for the future is inserted. So they insert it so they can find you later. You know what I mean? Like a cow or a fucking dog or some shit. Alien, <laughs> I'm putting this out there now if you're listening to this. If I do ever get abducted, while you're doing whatever you're doing, please fix the discs in my lower back. There you go. Please. You can do it. I don't know. You should really look into like some herbal medicine healing or like Reiki or some shit, man. You should go look at like, like let some chick whap you with some like sticks and stuff. See what happens. I let a, a Thai chick like jump all over me yesterday. Really? Did it help? Uh, yeah, it, it helps for like a week with like muscular pain. But then obviously like the discs themselves are just... All jammed up, so it doesn't really fix it. You're going to have to get a backyotomy. Backside, I need a backyotomy. It's going to have to be something like that, unless there's some nice aliens out there that can abduct me and not perform any jerk-off experiments or anything, just yeah. do my back. What if it's nice? What if it's a nice time, you know? Yeah, well, if, I, if I'm if i enjoying it, but if I'm, like, screaming in pain and there's, like, blood and shit involved, then I'm not really... Like I al- What if it's the government that's really doing the abductions, that the negative ones, right? So, and you know what? I, I, I'm assuming you've seen that movie, District 9. Yeah, that's actually a fun movie to yeah. talk about. So, so like, while I know some of it's, like, goofy and kind of, like, comedic, you know the idea when that guy who's supposed to be, like, what is he? He's, like, kind of, like, an in-between the government and, like... I think I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember really enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, so, the like, the whole idea it. is, like, the, the aliens are real and they, they keep them in this, like, shithole, like, encampment. Yeah. And, like, the humans have figured out how to, like, take their technology off them, whatever, so... They've all been like fucked into this slum, basically. And then they have yeah, these yeah. people. I can't remember if the guy is supposed to work for some kind of like UN alien kind of branch where like he goes into this place and he communicates with the aliens, like talks to them to figure out like is everything all right? If they've like 
uh, if they've been breeding and there's like new aliens and shit yeah. like that. And at one point, I can't remember, something happens, they come across one of the aliens and he's like, no, fuck off, I'm not like dealing with whatever. And I think they, I don't know if he finds something in his little shack and it shoots some black shit into his face. And it like goes in his mouth and in his eyes and stuff and he's like coughing and yeah, puking yeah. and shit. Then obviously from there, he's after been like exposed to some weird alien shit. So he gets quarantined and like sectioned. But from that point then, it's what I like about it is it shows the the turn in like all of a sudden, the same people he was working for and the same government he was working for now have him in some weird underground facility and are using him to like try and work the alien technology and weapons and stuff. Yeah, because he's been... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, infected or whatever you want to call yeah. it. But, like, there's a scene, I think, where they're trying to get him to use some sort of, like, laser gun thing. And, like, he's, like, screaming in pain and saying it's, like, excruciating. And he puts his hand into it. Yeah, I think... I, oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of remember and that. I haven't yeah, seen it's, it like, while, fucking but... doing some shit to his, like, skin and yeah. his veins and stuff. And I remember thinking, I was, like, that's the kind of, like, image I have in my head of, like, if this is the government or there is some, like, involvement there. I don't, I, I don't picture it being, like... Oh, it's just like a nice thing we're trying to like figure out for like the sake of humanity. No, and and bring up that too. It's kind of funny because considering we were just talking about astral projection, when we talked about the um the Dulce base in New Mexico, Dulce, whatever the fuck you want to pronounce it, um, people are fascinated by that. That's got a bunch of downloads. Um, that shit's fascinating because they're supposed to be the idea that like. There's all these different levels of the Dalshi base, right? There's the the human, the alien, the experimentation, the area where they kept the weapons, all, all sorts of stuff, right? And there's supposed to be even a spot where they house souls. Uh, and supposedly, even if you... There's people that have tried to astral project onto the base and their souls get captured on the base. And then so your body all off in your bed somewhere in fucking South Dakota, wherever, right? And then... Uh, and then you're like, you're like, you go into paralysis and you're in a coma for like years or some shit, right? Nobody knows what's wrong with you. That's supposed to be how it would probably go. Uh, but your soul is being detained in these containers in the Dulce base. Uh, and like, I think they have all sorts of bases. They the dumbs or whatever. Mark Zuckerberg is building a fucking base. And this is where my makes me think like, what do they think is coming, man? Because, like, they're building bases right now all over the place. Mark Zuckerberg, the fact oh, yeah. that he's isn't even that, building isn't one. That like that, like, $270 million fucking yeah. thing, which is, like, mm-hmm. insane. They don't care. They bought Joe Rogan built a bunker, man. Why is he building a bunker? What does he know that he's not telling us? Mm. You know? I'll survive, though. And if I do die, um, I'm going to come back as a fucking... Uh, uh, anamorphiac or whatever. I'm gonna be like that thing that turns into a bird. I don't know. It's fucking, you know, an- anamor or anamorphics or whatever the fuck that. You remember that book they give you in like elementary school? And like you turn, like the kid turns into yeah, a bird yeah, on the yeah, cover, yeah. like transforms. I don't know, man. I'm just like I'm trying to be positive. I really do have faith in humanity at the end of the day. I do think that more and more people are waking up to the fact that everyone in power is a parasite and that leeches off the system and they need us to survive. So without us complying to their bullshit, they don't exist. That's how this works, people. That's why there's one video where the guy's like, there is more people. And he like pauses, like, listen to me. There is more people. There is more people than police. There is more people than government officials. There is more people. And it's just like, yeah, no shit. Nobody seems to understand that, that we have power in collective numbers. 
And that that's why I preach all the time. Like people always, what's the solution? We need to band together and say no and put our money where we want to put it and all that type of shit. Boycott what we need to. Enough people do that. Man, the system erodes from the inside out. And it seems like more and more people are being less afraid. Don't be afraid of your government. Your government should fear you. When you fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there's freedom. It's funny, no? like, when, when you think about it, though, how, like, it, it is kind of as simple and as difficult as that, in the sense of just yeah, being, like, think about this for a second, right? If if majority of the population of the planet just went, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. They'd like, be done. It's as simple as that. Like, what, Stop celebrity worship what, and all that shit. What are you going to do? Like, what, what are you going to send the police out and kill everybody on the planet? Yeah. Like, what, like how are they going to corral that many people and be like, well, no. Or if you don't comply, we're going to like put you in some like concentration camp. Well, then the entire planet would have to be one. And we outnumber you probably thousands and thousands and thousands 100%. to one. But we are in a prison planet, so we'll see. We have to wake up. Our consciousness needs to be raised with vibrations of love. Put some flowers in some tanks. Um, so I'll the most interesting it. aspect... I will. <laughs> I will. Um, the, the most interesting aspect of alien control and manipulation is that the technology that they uses allows the, the, the separate and distinct manipulation of both the gross and finer densities that comprise the physica the physicality of the human body. So the understanding of this is like they have the ability to place a human on a table, put him or her into a delta sleep, shock him or her with a static charge, separate his or her finer bodies and manipulate them at will. Somehow they put you in this state. I don't know what it means by finer bodies, but I found I found this interesting is why I put it in is the idea that they can manipulate you in the finer areas that involve the formative forces of the physical body and have tremendous effect on a physical level. So I feel like they're they're able to like put you in some sort of static shock or put your body in some weird delta sleep, but, but yet they can experiment on the inner workings of your body without really damaging your skin and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's not like the crude aspects of using like a scalpel knife to get inside your body um, and stuff like that. They're able to like go inside with some sort of technology. Um, they also have the ability to withdraw experience and memory from a human and uh, the and place uh, that experience and memory into our another body. This is crazy. Or a container, whether the container is a natural or a synthetic one. Manipulations of these types have the effects on the ability to have one's consciousness leave the body and emotion response and patterns reprogrammed and the ability to deal with the psychic blocks and a host of other par uh, parameters. So this means like they can take our consciousness supposedly which is even scary our thoughts our memories and then put it into either like some sort of robot um a clone all sorts of shit like that that they have the ability and the technology to be able to do this so they can make like a perfect replica of you is what this is kind of getting to and to begin the counter to counteract this work must be done by the individual to work on expanding one's awareness connections must be developed between the conscious self and the second self which may be the self that is projected astral uh, 
After a while, the consciousness maintenance of the connection begins to combine both consciousness memories, memories which lie deeper, work on uh, self-hypnosis regression techniques with qualified individuals. These techniques will aid in the process of developing more awareness and control. So I think, listen to this, the idea is that they can, like, put you, if they want, if they want to use you in this way, they can use you to, like, control another version of yourself. Scary. I know, which is frightening. And, like, they've, they're cloning people. I don't care what the fuck people say, man. We cloned sheep in the 80s. It's all over the fucking news, and then disappear. Nobody talks about it. I think they've had cloning technology for before that. But all we know is, yes, they cloned sheep. It worked. They claimed it worked. And then we didn't hear anything about it. Everything was silenced. There's a fucking place in Toronto called Clone Aid. Uh, I think this is quite possible that there's celebrities that are cloned. I'm convinced that Britney Spears is either dead, cloned, or she there she's dead, most likely in my belief, and that they're using uh, deep fake technology to make it look like she's dancing around with fucking knives in her hands. You know, there, like there's a lot of <coughs> arguments there for that. So weird, man. I just want to show you this. This is supposedly some of the the uh, where they get into the female bodies. Nice, eh? Needle marks on the roof of the mouth. Upon the experimentation by a doctor reveals evidence of bearing more children than female is aware of. Uh, scoop marks of the skin. They scoop out the skin. Needle marks on the navel. And then you got the bum bum. Uh, oh, I'm surprised nice. there's no fucking indication right in the ass, eh? Needle marks in the back head. Uh, unexplained uh, gashes or slices. Triangle rashes, which is weird. Like, to me, if people are getting abducted by the saucers... So I, I think that that's probably the military. The people that are getting abducted by even those triangular or like the Tic Tac ones, mm-hmm. I feel like those are probably something that we are not, that are not of this world. Because it, the flying saucer thing seems to be the thing that like, that the military has conditioned people to believe that this is what it is, but it's probably not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is actually equally, or if not more scary, uh, to be honest, because the idea then that it's, you're not just contending with like you as an everyday person that yeah. has to contend with this stuff. It's like, am I getting abducted by these like blood sucking leeches from this planet we're already on? Or is it some other like scary shit that's happening to me from something else? hundred percent. So here's some indicators of an alien interaction or possibly a hidden involvement in an abduction sign missing time. Waking up during the night or the morning with unusual bodily sensations such as tingling, numbness, dizziness, heaviness, or paralysis. Um, Nightmares or vivid dreams of aliens and their technology. Dude, I had a dream the other night that, like, I kept pulling a piece of string from the fucking bottom of my stomach. And I I literally felt it, dude. I felt it. In my dream of, like, uh, something being in my throat down through my stomach and me being able to pull it from... I felt what it felt like. I can still, like, in my head feel what it... Like, that's why dreams are crazy, man. That's why I'm reading this book right now, The Awakening in the Dream, is interesting. Because dreams try to tell you something. And uh, there's uh, different versions of it. I can't remember the other one. Uh, but the one was like, uh, you need to speak out about something, but you haven't yet. And I'm like, I say too much. So that can't be it. And there's, like, another, another thing. But, dude, I, like, vividly... Dreams are freaky, dude. Dreams are freaky, man. I had like a dream about me like uh, for a couple weeks, a, a dream that kept kind of reoccurring a little bit about me having a confrontation with my boss. Mm-hmm. And then I did have a confrontation with my boss. So I'm like, I don't know. It's weird, dude. Which is fucking scary. 
It's like my brain or my dreams were telling me this is going to happen. Uh, sleep disorders often waking up at a specific time. It's like, and that's like kind of, isn't that like fourth, the fourth kind? She mm-hmm. keeps waking up at a certain time. Yep. Um, uh, physical marks or evidence of bo- uh, bodily manipulation. Uh, repeated sightings of alien crafts. Uh, clear, uh, re- um, a clear remembrance of alien contact and interaction, healing or an explicit improvement to in condition uh, or into physical health, reactions of fear, anxiety, unusual body sensations upon viewing visual visual images of aliens or their technology, feelings of having bad communication. I don't know what that means. Uh, feelings of having bad communication, um, an unexplained behavior, total consistent with previous patterns. Weird. There's a lot of weird stuff that could be indicators, um, obviously physical health problems. And um, so I'm going to end it on something kind of interesting. It has to do with the clone shit. So this is something I found that was interesting. Who knows how much truth it has. Um, do you want me to break it down before we kind of t- tie this, tie the knot? Yeah, sure. On this. Sure. There's absolutely no doubt that replication of humans is going on. A process that has part to play in the manipulation of the events on this planet. Hundreds of individuals over the last tw- uh, last 20 years have attested to what they have seen, both on alien crafts and in underground installments, uh, installations. The synchronicity and sheer weight of the corroboration from vastly unconnected sources is damning evidence that is occurring. A lot of the evidence stated uh, to the surface uh, in the 1970s a lot of it seems to tie in the idea that the political figures have been undergoing a process of duplication. During this process, the individual responses, memories, and habitual patterns have coped from been copied. Sorry, not co- coped. Copied from the human to be duplicated. The original can then perverse and, or process into a, bi, a basic biological components. This clone then functions as the original, except that the entity is under alien control. There is also an apparent minority of cases where the synthetic duplicate's consciousness is directly replaced by an alien consciousness. They call this the walk-in. So get this shit, it's wild. Some abductees claim that in some cases, the reptoids will clone a human body through time, space, acceleration, transfer the conscious memory matrix uh, from the original body into the replicated body for the sole purpose of consuming the original body along with this emotional chemical residue and the vital energies contained therein. So they will make a duplicate of you and put all the memories and register everything that they need to from you so they can use you as a food source, your replica. Emotional energies which have accumulated through a lifetime of emotional expression, these emotional juices within the physical body is considered the delicacy by these energy vampires. (coughs) Pretty crazy. And I want to do an episode about psychic vampires at some point. And one day we will have to talk on your show uh, about what we do in the shadows. Because that shit is is like genius, man. 100%. So smart in a way, the way that, like the whole show is set up, especially that what's that dude's name that is the 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 energy vampire. Um, I can't I can't remember. I just watched the episode head. where he's like he becomes the boss of like the um like the office. Mm-hmm. He becomes like mm-hmm. the CEO of the office, and he's like it's so easy, and he just like. <laughs> so I feel funny. like that's so underrated still, even though it's so like, quite popular. 
he keeps saying, I'm dialing the phone. I, I, I don't know who can be that fucked up or how they can be that retarded. He must be inbred. Are you in Kentucky? <laughs> Are you in Kentucky? See, I think that, like, that would be, I would like to do cover the movie on its own. And then, mm-hmm. like, months and months later, whatever, do, like, the show, because it's fascinating. And it makes me think of this shit. And I, I want to do, an ep- like, at the same time, maybe we'll do an episode about psychic vampires, because that's just, I, if it's not, if it's not real, I'm saying there's definitely fucking people that are psychic vampires that leech off of people's emotions. They want you to feel bad, because they also feel bad. So, uh, in simple manner, as was depicted in regards to the draconian gargoyle-like aliens and the movie Life Force, I'll, I have to check that out. Although this movie admittedly took this concept to the extreme, however, the concept was stolen of vital energies, giving aliens the power to shapeshift their mole- molecular structure, like those of the legendary were. Was that your alien? The were creatures. Out? What? Was that your alien voice coming out? Yeah. The were, the were creatures, I don't know what the were creatures are, uh, did not originate from that f- film. Also, there is evidence that the post-mortem continuation of the emotional bodies of some people have died under extreme emotional circumstances where their emotional bodies linear around, uh, linger or linger around the physical areas where the traumatic death occurred as emotional shadows imprinted on the atmosphere's ghosts or specters. These forms of emotional regi- uh, residue seem to also attach various types of malevolent aliens or astral forms, explaining the often numerous connections which has been found between aliens, poltergeists, and haunting episodes. The aliens involved in such scenarios may be physical, non-physical, as in many cases the greys, malevolent non-physical entities incarnating or inhabiting physical alien bodies, where these bodies are equivalent to the biological altered reptilian or the synthetic humanoids. So I know that was sounded like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, but it essentially means like they're, they're, all these energies around us all the time that the aliens are using to manipulate that they could even be connected to hauntings and stuff like that is that they're using our like as i our soul energy this guy liked to like sound like he was extremely smart but it's just the idea that like um these emotional frequencies and residencies that that uh, stick in our physical world um they vibrate throughout so then people end up attaching themselves uh, to the physical reality beyond this reality. And th- these creatures can use their energy and stuff like that. Weird shit. Which is scary because then there's like no, like no boundaries. To any of yeah. This. What was the thumbs up? There's people popping in the chat. I was sick throughout my whole holiday. So it was shit, but this is not going to come out for weeks. So it'll be way past Christmas. Welcome to 2024, everybody. <laughs> We're in the future. Alien technology, Tom. I know, 100%. This was fun, though. I wanted it to be something kind of, like, kooky and crazy, and let's, like, dive in the whole idea of alien abductions. Like, I want your final thoughts. I want you to express to me how you feel, what you think, because um, I was taking over a lot of the reins in this episode and trying to get out the information that I think is worth speaking about, um, and that, because this will start, I, I, this is the way I do things. I love to cover, you know, cover our ground a bit, right? Really place those... Uh, you know, place those strategic markers down so then we can start moving forward on the chessboard. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You got to lay your pawns down first and then start advancing. I mean, for me, I, I actually don't know where 
I stand. I, I, I do definitely lean more on the side of abductions being an actual thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like you, in recent years, there was a time where I wouldn't hear any other, like, version of anything. I would be like, nah, it's, it's real, and that's it. I don't want to hear any yeah. other. Look, I've, I've, I've listened to some of, like, the mental health aspects, the different, like, you know, I mentioned before, the, the um, anesthesia awareness, fucking sleep paralysis, all this shit. I don't know, there's something that just keeps harkening back for me and telling me, like, mm, they're just, like, cop out answers for things i'm sure there was probably people who suffered with severe mental illness and oh yeah uh, multiple personality disorder and fucking schizophrenia and all that stuff that have uh, claimed to be abducted by aliens yeah that you could you could say that about everything like there's there's a woman who lives in my town that everyone calls mad mary and like we've talked about her obviously (laughs) extremely extremely mentally ill like really bad And like, you know, it's the thing of being so, so she, the whole story behind her is like, she's been like abused basically her whole life by like family members and friends of the family and all shit like that. But like, would you not believe her now? Because she's clearly mentally ill like that. You know what I mean? It's that thing of like, well, no, there's, there's been many people, like there is cases of people that have been um, like they've been molested. I think you can say that, right? You can yeah, say molested. Yeah, I think that's allowed. Um, S-aid, sexual assaulted. They assault them, you know? We should do that at the kitchen. We should be like, I assault you. We'd throw salt on people. Um, that that block out these memories and add in an alien abduction. That has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I would believe it. Because uh, people do a lot. Of, when they go through traumatic events, they your memory will replace... Um, I don't know. People can make up stuff in their head. I'm sure. Yeah, but and it's the same as like uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of people who have went through uh, stuff like that. You know, being interfered with as kids or teens or whatever. And then yeah. you know when they get a bit older, especially girls, like some of them are like really promiscuous and really like. Oh yeah. Um, I guess because it's slut-ish. and I'm not I'm not saying that in like a jokey way, but. You you know one would wonder if you went through all that like traumatic like physical abuse, why you would be still putting yourself in those situations. But that's do you know why? It's like that's what your mind. Because what's your mind? Uh, a lot of it would be, I feel like a lot of it would be the idea that that's how you got attention. Um, you know, it, it, sure. it, even especially from a bad if you are from a bad home and then. You get sexually assaulted and stuff like that by family members and no one listens to you, but then this person paid attention to you and did things to you and acted kind to you because they want something from you. And then so you go out there like, I was just talking this to someone at work, a young buck, and uh, I I said that like, I've no, I've no, I knew a chick that was like, she didn't lose her virginity until she was like 18, 19, which is pretty like, it's older, like I was fucking... 12 man i was way too young uh and and it destroyed my fucking life i fucking wish man i'm gonna be honest with you i'm kind of retarded um but like and and i and then i became in like uh more or less obsessed with sex and stuff like that but this chick, because she didn't experience it when she was younger and she was in her 20s, she became slewing around, right? She just, like, she slothed around, right? She's just, like, going from guy to guy. And then <coughs> at that time when you're wanting to develop relationships at this point, 
you're just looked at as kind of like a, a whore, right? Yeah, because yeah. like, because now you're going from guy to guy because you have missed out on these experiences in your teenage years. I'm not saying that. I think that's probably a good age. Like 17, 18 is probably a good age to lose it. I knew a lot of people that lost it. They're very young and it's detrimental on your mental health and people don't understand what they're doing. I was, I've said this before. I was in a very adult relationship when I was like 13, 14, like fights, sex, all that kind of stuff. Right. Try to throw myself out a window because I couldn't talk to her. Like legit. Like yeah, so. Like, like I've done some way. Like I, I, <laughs> I basically made my family fly me home from New York. Yeah. Like mid mid vacation on my own. Wow. Like had an absolute like meltdown, and I was like, if somebody Send doesn't me get home. me, yeah, I was like, if somebody doesn't get me to JFK Airport and get me back to fucking Ireland ASAP, I'm gonna do some like crazy insane shit. And this is what we're saying about the the power of the brain, right? What I'm leaning towards, right? I don't care what people think. I do think there's dark entities out there. I think they exist. I think I've seen them. Um, are they reptilian in form? Uh, maybe. What I saw seemed quite humanoid in that way, right? I, I do believe that there's all sorts of dark forces around us all the time that it could exist in realities that I'm not even aware of. Uh, do I think that the government is responsible for a lot of the abduction cases that we've seen brought to the mainstream media? Um, yeah, I'm quite sure these people are that evil where they would abduct their own citizens, put them through horrific, torturous, uh, weird psychedelic experiences to convince them that they were abducted by aliens to push an agenda of project blue beam. I do think that's possible. I think it's a fairly like level-headed assessment of the whole thing because it would be easy to just like I said years ago I would have said aliens are fucking real and they'll come and stick their tentacles up your asshole and that's what they do and it's like the movies and blah blah, blah. and I wouldn't hear any other like version of reality whereas yeah. like, I think that's a bit more of like a level-headed approach of like well there's there's multiple facets to this whole conversation it's not just as clear-cut as well yeah aliens abduct people or aliens don't yeah, and uh, I'm gonna shout out like a, uh, a buddy I know. He, he like says like you know like even like I'd like to dive into psychic phenomena at some point. But the fact that it's like your own government has done experiments into psychics and clairvoyance and stuff like that, and uh, it's so they're convinced that there's something there. So the fact that you aren't kind of shows your intellectual level, and the fact that like your government has performed experiments on the public by like putting acid into the water. Shit like that, Edgewoods and all these things that we'll end up talking about on the show. But like, I wouldn't put them, put it past them to stick a anal bead in your ass and convince you an alien was doing it. Yep, yep, you're not wrong. So let's uh, let's everybody. This is probably you know we're recording this uh, in uh, coming to the close of 2023. Uh, so it should be interesting. They'll probably be out in sometime in January, or February. Uh, on my side so let me like say this look forward to us doing something on class horrorcast i want everyone to go support our other show um because we have two shows that we run this one and then class horrorcast and they do there's a bridge that we meet and uh there's a lot of stuff we've been doing recently to bridge that gap and stuff like that so it's been a lot of fun uh but look out for our, our episode about uh close encounters of the fourth kind um, and then we're going to be doing some fun stuff. We're going to do some, uh, I'm going to call, I, I thought it was cool to call them off brand topics, yep. just off brand. 
Uh, I started doing some stuff that's not necessarily horror, but it'd only be once in a while, but specific movies that we really want to talk about. And um, so everyone go check out everything on Class Horrorcast because like one of my favorite episodes so far, just because how much fun, American Werewolf in London was so much fun. So ridiculous as well. I know, but that was the point. I think that was the kind of the aspect so that was kind of fun. It was so good. Uh, I know, and, and then that's what we're getting, uh, we're getting the groove of having a little more fun on both of our shows and really uh, getting to um, analyzing movies and then real theories and actually kind of combining them together. So it's kind of interesting because cinema and art is art a reflection of society or society a reflection of art, you know, whatever the fuck that saying is. See, that's the other thing. I, and I do think that a lot of, uh, we watch a lot of movies and things like that and you go, huh, I yeah. wonder where that person came up with that or I wonder why they're doing that. And it's like, I don't know, I just think there's more to that whole thing and I don't mean in the sense of like a conspiracy, but I definitely yeah. do feel that there is some basis for a lot of these things that are like deep-seated in like our culture. I don't think it's just 100%. as clear-cut as like, oh, some guy just happened to have a cool idea about a thing one time. Ah, sure, I've been abducted. Heck, we've all been abducted. The trick is to keep them from reading your thoughts. I wear a hat and try to remain thoughtless at all times. I am the Dale Gribble of uh, of Strange Brew. <laughs> so, so good. I wish I had time to get more ones like that. Uh, so funny. Um, but everybody, obviously, give us five-star rating reviews. We'd appreciate it. Um, you know, spread the word. Uh, we hope to grow this show to a, a point where we can't even uh, comprehend how many people we reach. And that's what we want. And the thing is, I don't care what people say, man. We're unique. We're special. I'm special. My mom tells me I'm special. No, she actually tells me I'm a piece of shit. I'm just kidding, mom. Uh, but, like, <laughs> we're, we are special. We are special together. We'll be special at the end of this. Um, I don't know where the fuck I'm going off, man. I've been fucking sick. I've been taking, I've taken so many shots of colloidal silver, man, and iodine. And if you drink too much colloidal silver, you can turn blue. So I'm oh, trying to avoid that. That would have been so <laughs> good for this episode. It takes months to not like to get out of your system. Because, dude, ah, uh, no. You, like, could you not be one of those dudes that would like die for his craft and just drink shit tons of it so you could have been blue on this episode? I don't even think, I think I would need to drink like it's a huge bottle and I've already went through half of it. But it's not like I've used it over the past couple months doing this. Um, but I think this is very diluted. If it was more potent, there's a possibility that I could turn blue. But if I drank, it's like drinking it like for a straight month. Uh, it will turn it's you so fucking blue. Funny if you came on screen <laughs> just completely blue. Like what happened? And I'd be like, I play. I'm blue. Double D double die. If I, I was green, I would die. Yeah. So uh, I had a lot of fun with this. This is like I said. This is just us dip like this. I, I picture us, right? We're holding hands and I'm, I'm wearing a uh, fucking sundress for some reason. <laughs> and then we're walking out into the ocean, right? Ooh. We're just getting our, we're just getting our feet wet. It's funny because I'd never do that. I ain't no tranny. Um, but we'd, we'd walk out into the, the sunset, right? We're just getting our feet into the water. Eventually we're going to be uh, to our eyes. Drowning. 
drowning in some of these theories and stuff like that because there's some big stuff coming uh, that some people are really going to like and find interesting and some people might get mad about. Uh, but everything we do on here is just speculation. Take nothing seriously. I don't believe in anything. And I fucking mean that. I don't, be- I don't even know what to believe, man. One thing I do believe, the one thing I do believe is that we are the best around. Never let me down. I'm the best. One thing I, I believe is that if you guys subscribe, rate and review the show, pick up some merch, support, whatever you can, join the Patreon, yes. whatever way you can support me and Tom, I do think that there's a possibility that you'll make Tom really, really happy. So happy, in fact, that he may actually don a sundress someday. Yeah, I'll do it just for the fans. If Tom can, um, if Tom can quit his everyday job and make this his whole life, then I think Tom will wear a sundress on every episode. I'm not Kurt Cobain. I'm not going to be doing that shit. Because now people are like, Kurt Cobain was actually tranny. He was a transsexual, and he just didn't want to... I was like, shut the fuck up, man. Stop making everything about you guys, okay? I hate that shit, man. I don't give a fuck who you are, what you want to believe in, what you want to wear, what you want to do. I don't care. But stop making everything gay. Why is it? It doesn't all have to be gay, okay? Calm down a bit. Aliens Hold are not gay, it. so... No, but they definitely like getting inside assholes. I mean, and that could be in getting inside the skin of this guy, because I am an wait asshole. Wait a sec, does that make me gay? <laughs> so everybody love everybody. Spread the word, spread your cheeks, um, and uh, take nothing seriously. Au revoir. Oh, ew, fuck. Fuck uh, scene. I don't know what I done. <laughs>